Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. Matthew 28. The end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to seek the grave. Behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord had descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone from the door, and was sitting on it. His countenance was like lightning, his raiment white as snow. Fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men. That's the guards. They, they fell and prostrate themselves on the ground. They were so scared. The angel answered, said to the woman, Fear not. I know that you're looking for Jesus, which was crucified. He's not here. He is risen. And he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. Behold, he's going before you into Galilee. There you shall see him. Look, I've told you. This was Mary's job. Go and tell the disciples that Jesus is risen. A disciple is a follower. They were not called apostles here. They they were called disciples. Go and tell his followers. Jesus has risen from the dead. And look, he's going before you into Galilee. There you shall see him, for I have told you. And they departed quickly from the grave with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, Jesus met them, saying, All hail, or we would say it, Hey, how you doing? And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Jesus said, Don't be afraid. Go tell my brethren that they should go to Galilee, there they shall see me. Jesus anointed them as apostles. He sent them. That's all apostle means, a sent one. They were the first to recognize Jesus as rising from the dead. They received word from the angel. Look at this now. Oh, praise God. Mark that spot too. First they came to the grave weeping because Jesus had died. They came to uh, continue the anointing process on his body to grieve at the grave. Instead they see the stone rolled away and an angel sitting on it. 
And they're like, uh, what's up? And the angel said, I know you came here looking for Jesus, but look, you can look inside. He's not here. He is risen. That angel was sent. There's nobody else in the earth. Nobody else in the earth that can preach about the resurrection. That can preach that Jesus has risen from the dead. So God sent his personal angel, a messenger from God. To give the good news, Jesus has risen from the dead. You don't believe that an angel can preach that? How do you explain over in Revelations, I believe it's chapter 20, right in that area, 2021, where the, the, the church has been snatched out of the earth. The Holy Spirit has been removed. There is complete lawlessness now throughout the entire world. The tribulation is in full force. There's no other believers on the earth. People are believing because they're being persecuted. As soon as they believe and refuse to recant their belief, they are murdered for their belief. So nobody else is preaching the gospel. Yet God sends angels through the heavenlies declaring that Jesus has risen from the dead. Declaring that the end of time has come. Giving everyone one more opportunity to believe. God using these angels when there's nobody else on the face of the planet to do it. Here we see the first example of it. God said an angel, there's nobody born again. They're all believing Jesus died, that's it. I don't know what happened. He was supposed to be the Messiah, but obviously he wasn't. They don't believe. So God sends an angel. And the first person to be born again was Mary Magdalene. And obviously here in this passage, the other Mary. There's number two and number three. I'm sorry. Back that up. Jesus is number one. The firstborn from the dead. Mary Magdalene, number two, the second person born from the dead because she believed. And she turned around to head back to the disciples to tell them because the angel said, go tell the disciples to go to Galilee and you'll see Jesus there. Because they believed. Mary, number two, is now born again, number three. Jesus is firstborn. Mary Magdalene is secondborn. Mary number two is now born again person number three. Glory to God. Two in agreement. What does the scripture say, Matthew 18? Two or more come together in agreement. I am there in the midst of them. Didn't Jesus say that? So here we see two born again believers going to do what they have been told to go do. They have been sent. They are apostles. They are sent to go and preach about the good news that Jesus has risen from the dead. And Jesus, according to his word, is there in the midst of them. What do we see right here in verse 9? Matthew 28, verse 9. As they went to tell his followers, his disciples, 
Look, Jesus met them, saying, I'm here. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. And Jesus said, don't be afraid now. Go tell my brothers. Not just the disciples. The brethren. Go tell them. They should go to Galilee. There they shall see me. There's the commission to go and tell. There is the reward. If they believe you and they go to Galilee, they shall see me. These two women were the first preachers of the resurrection. The first preachers of the resurrection were women. But yet some denominations say women can't preach. I'm telling you, if... No man will get up and say and speak the truth. God will use a woman. He used an ass to preach the gospel. And if he'll use an ass, there's still hope for you, brother. Amen. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. And all the women said, Amen. Glory to God. Now as they were going... Some of the watch went into the city, and then we got all that story. Uh, Verse 16, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And there they saw him, and they worshipped him, but yet some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, in verse 18, All power has been given to me. In heaven and in earth. And here comes our commission. Now you go and teach all other people, all the nations, tongues, tribes, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things, whatever I've commanded you. For look, I'm with you always. Even to the ends of the world. They were born again. Why? Because they went to Galilee in obedience to the instructions given to them by the two women. Mary and Mary. By faith, Mary Magdalene received the commission from the angel and went to do it. By faith, the second Mary Seeing and hearing the same thing. I'm From what I'm reading in the scripture, I believe that she may have been hesitant, but when she seen the other Mary filled with the Spirit and ready to go, it energized her as well. They went and told the disciples. Over in John, the end of John, it says, they went and told the disciples. What happened? Peter... <laughs> Oh, praise God. John, go back. You can leave that spot now. Go back to John chapter 20. She ran and told Simon Peter and the others and said to them, they've taken the Lord out of the grave. We don't know where they laid him. But we've seen what happened. 
with the angel. And Peter went, and the other disciples, they ran together. John arriving first, Peter came first to the grave, and stooped down, looking in, saw the linen clothes, but John didn't go in. Peter came in, went in after him, and seen the linen clothes lying there. And the napkin that was about his head. Not lined with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Now, that is reference to a Jewish tradition of if you are visiting someone and they prepare a meal for you, and it's really delicious, and you're you thoroughly enjoyed it. If you just wadded the napkin up and left it there, it meant thank you, appreciate it. I'm out of here. But if you folded it up neatly and laid it aside, it meant I I enjoyed my time here and I will return again. That's what that is representing there. And they seen the grave. Verse 8, Then he went in also. It's talking about John, the other disciple, which came first. He saw and believed. For as yet they did know, not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away to their own homes. Now look here. Mary stood outside the grave weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked at the grave and seen angels. And they said, Why are you weeping, woman? said, they've taken away my Lord. I don't know where they laid him. When she said that, she turned herself back and seen Jesus standing there, but didn't recognize him. And said, woman, why are you weeping? And she thought he was the gardener. And you know the story there. Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned around, recognizing his voice, said, Rabbi, teacher, my rabbi. Jesus said, don't touch me yet. I have not yet ascended my father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I'm ascending to my father. He's born again. He says, and your father. And to my God and your God. And she went and told the disciples exactly what they said. So here we have two, out of the mouth of two or more witnesses, let every word be established. Mary Magdalene was the first one born from the dead. The first anointed preacher of the gospel. The first apostle after the resurrection of Jesus. They had been born again. Mary, a woman, sent to preach the good news that Jesus has risen from the dead. Amen? Glory to God. So, the good news. Where did we leave off? Praise the Lord. Back over in 1 John. Whew! Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that. 1 John. Praise the Lord. 1 John 4. And let's just go, for time's sake, go to verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another. I want to stop there. Sorry to do this to you. Turn back over to John 14 for one second. Hold your spot. We'll only be over in John 14 for a second. John 14 in verse number 14. Praise the Lord. 
If you will ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you will ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 13 says, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, If you shall ask anything in my name, anything you need, ask for it in my name, and I will do it. And now verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments. What are the commandments that Jesus gave? We went over this last time. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your body, and all your being. And to love your neighbor. The second one is like it. To love your neighbor as you love yourself. So we have love. He taught. Well, we'll just continue reading down. In John 17. John 17, verse 15. I'm praying, Father, that you should not take these out of the world, but that you should keep them safe from all evil. For they are no longer of this world. Why? Because they believe in him. Even so, I'm not of this world. Sanctify, separate them through your truth. For your word is truth. As you sent me into this world, even so now I send them into the world. For their sakes, I sanctify myself. I separate myself. For their sakes, I separate myself. That they also might be separated through the truth, which is the word. And who's the word? Jesus. I do not just pray for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That's you and me, folks. We have believed on Jesus because of what the disciples have said. And they said what Jesus said. Amen. Praise the Lord. The word of God is the truth. All right. Back over now in 1 John. 1 John, verse, we'll go back to verse 7. Let us love one another. Let us love one another. This is the commandment that Jesus just gave. That we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So let us love one another as Jesus has loved us. The Hebrew word for love is Ahava. Ahava. You see that in the concordance. A-H-A-V-A. Which means to completely give of oneself. And we went over all this last time, so I'm not going to back it up. To completely give of oneself. Jesus said, I have loved you. I have given myself completely for you. Now, go love one another. Go and give completely out of yourself and bless another person to love one another. For this kind of love of complete giving is of God. 
Everyone that loves like this is born of God and knows God. Hallelujah. You cannot know God unless you completely give of yourself. You can say you know God. I can say I met Donald Trump. I can say I know Donald Trump by uh, a chance meeting. But I don't know Donald Trump like his close associates or like his family does. I don't know him on that kind of basis. So you can know about God. You can know about Jesus. You can say, oh, I believe that Jesus, you know, he was a nice man and, and that, you know, everybody thought he was something special. I know all about Jesus' teachings, but you don't know Jesus. For if you knew Jesus, who he was, who he is, and who he always will be, and what he has given to you, then you would love Jesus. Amen. And here, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that does not love does not know God. He who is not willing to give completely of himself does not know God. For God is love. And using our translation, we can finally get to the point I've been trying to get to for two weeks. God is love. God completely gives of himself. Now, I can give you, if I had the, the money, I could say, I love you so much, I am going to give you $1 million. It's being transferred to your bank account. And you can say, yeah, okay, I hear you. But you never go check the bank account. You never take that step of faith to go check. Even if I had the money and I put it into that bank account. It's in your name. It's in your bank account. Anybody in the world can go and deposit something to your account. But only you can draw it out. And it's the same thing with scripture. Anybody can preach it to you. And it can go down in. But unless you take that step of faith and become a giver, you can never truly have Jesus in your heart. You can acknowledge him. That's all head knowledge. You can read about him. That's all natural knowledge. But if you don't believe in him, you have truly no knowledge. For the love of God is not in you. Verse 8. He that loves not does not know God. For God is love. In this, what this? In this type of giving love, 
was manifested the love, the giving nature, the love of God towards us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and gave completely to us and sent His Son to be the propitiation or the payment and the redemption price of our sins. Because, in verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us like this, then we ought to also love one another like this. No man has ever seen God at any time. But if we love one another like this, then God dwells in us and His love, His giving love, His complete giving is in us. That's how we know that we dwell in Him and He in us because He's given us His Spirit. Amen? Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Turn to John 3.16. Oh, I know you're saying you don't need to turn over there because you can quote that scripture by memory. Well, memory, Kenneth Copeland put it like this. Right now, I want you to think about a steak sizzling. The fried onions and the mushroom. Oh, it smells so good. And think about when you tasted that. Oh, man. So good. Did you receive any nourishment from that memory? No. It's just a memory. It's just head knowledge. It didn't do you one bit of good if you had gone two weeks with no food thinking about that sizzling steak would not have provided you any caloric intake at all. Amen? Well, the same thing with head knowledge. Just because you remember a scripture does not replace feeding on that scripture. And you need to feed your spiritual man spiritual food by faith. And that faith is in the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Amen? So, it's good to have scripture in you that you can quote in the middle of an attack. It's like the, the soldier carrying hand grenades on his vest. He carries them around. He knows they're there. The enemy attacks. He forgets what they're for. And he would suffer the losses. But, if the enemy attacks and he remembers this grenade is here, he pulls the pin, launches the grenade, it blows up the enemy. That's what scripture does that you have in your heart. It will come out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. By you speaking and taking authority over devils in an attack, you can defeat them with the word that you have in your heart. But you can only get it down into your heart when you read the scripture, not just remember the scripture. Amen.
You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.